0: From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing. There's definitely going to be some laughing. And hopefully, you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest,
1: hot life. All right, this week, I get to hang out with someone who I adore dearly. Kyle, who is the co-founder of SWAT, which is this amazing gym in downtown Toronto that I love. They actually have three locations though. So if you're not in downtown Toronto, definitely check them out. Kyle and I have been working together for a little while now. Um, He's amazing. He has fully just taught me, made me relearn all the basics in like a very humbling way. And when I had my knee injury, he was right there with me to get through it all so that I could finally do a squat without pain again so it's really fun to interview him but real talk also it's like so early in the morning while I'm introing this so I'm very tired when I actually went to do this I had gone out the night before with one of my oldest friends from Montreal who's now dating a guy in Toronto so it's really exciting because now I get to see her more But we went out, and we maybe went out a little bit too hard. So I was feeling pretty rough when I got to see Kyle. Was not feeling so healthy as hot, but um, had the best time with my girlfriend the night before, and he was so understanding. So we started off the podcast cheersing with something a little atraditional for the Healthiest Hot podcast. But you know what, people? We are all human. Sometimes you just got to go out and dance the night away At 2 a.m. So, thank you, Kyle, for being so understanding and um, a big good morning to everyone. I can't believe how tired my voice is right now, but I got to go to the airport, so I needed to record this right now. Um, Hope you guys enjoy this week's episode with Kyle Ardill, the co founder of SWAT.
0: Okay, Kyle, should we tell people what we're drinking or should we pretend?
2: I, I don't mind telling people what we're drinking.
0: Okay, so, real talk Miss Chloe over here is like 10 on 10 hungover. It's Saturday, so don't judge me. It's not like I'm this hungover on a school day. But here we are, supposed to be doing the Healthiest Hot podcast, and I walked in looking like just a piece of trash. (laughs) Just a piece of trash. And Kyle here, Kyle here, gets me. Mm -hmm. He gets me. It's Saturday. It's a sunny day. We're inside doing the podcast, so he suggests, why don't we get a drink and do the podcast?
2: Realistically we're having a drink because I'm incredibly nervous for a triathlon that I'm doing (laughs) tomorrow, which I've never done before. So
0: Okay, well cheers to you. Cheers.
2: Cheers to to SWAT.
0: Cheers to this beautiful beverage. Mm -hmm. I can't believe you're doing a triathlon tomorrow.
2: I can't believe I'm doing a triathlon ever.
0: Because I mean look, you're very athletic. You've been doing sports for a long time, but a triathlon is very different it's a different beast than anything you've ever done before we're talking swim bike run and also the olympic one which means remind me again the distances that you're doing tomorrow it is a
2: 1500 meter swim a 40k bike and a 10k run so it is definitely the first time i've ever done an, an endurance sport yeah uh football baseball being my major backing and it's the first time i was thinking like besides golf i guess the first time ever competing by myself i'm always competing in a team atmosphere so this is very strange and nerve-wracking for me but i'm excited and so
0: what is making you the most nervous is it the fact that you're gonna be by yourself
2: oh man being in my own head for that long is a dangerous <laughs> and no place music were <laughs> no music um no i think i think it's just because it's just something new yeah uh i put high expectations on myself but i think I need to just tether my expectations and understand that I've worked my tail off to to get to be able to do it. I'm totally confident in my abilities, and it's going to be fun.
0: So what made you want to do it?
2: Uh, You know what? I actually signed up for this triathlon an hour after I finished the photo shoot for the Inside Fitness cover magazine, which was in March. Uh, I'd never been on a cover before. Um... So I just I figured, you know what, let's let's do something different and keep it going.
0: I mean, that cover. Holy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) holy. If you're not sure if you want to work out with Kyle here at SWAT, just take a look at that cover. I mean, I've known you for a minute now, but like that cover, you were so lean. Like hashtag shred. I couldn't believe it.
2: Hashtag hating life.
0: <laughs> like, I mean, like, and I know you like your ice cream. Hell yeah. So, like, getting ready for that magazine, like, how long was that training process? It
2: was actually only six weeks. It was six weeks. So, it was a real quick, quick shred. Yeah. Um, which, was, which was tons of fun. I love the competition and myself to do that. Um, yeah, it was just six weeks. They said, We want to use you. I think they, they think that we've got a great story here at SWAT to tell. And, um, you know, let's do this. So I said, You know what?
0: Yeah, that's take me back to that moment we where you get the call, you get the email, and you realize, holy shit, I'm going to be on the cover of the magazine.
2: hmm So I got like, it that's in. That's a huge,
0: in, huge compliment. Yeah,
2: of course, right? Um, my good friend uh, Terry and, and Joe from Inside Fitness are just, uh, they've been so supportive of, of SWAT and the brand and, and myself uh, all along the way, and um, you know as we've tried to support them as, as well as we possibly can and then obviously with uh, you know Kaizen Naturals who I'm an ambassador for um, they've done a really really great job you know trying to showcase me and, and SWAT and, and what we do here um, so you know when I got the call it was like oh goodness <laughs> we're, in the, we're in December here my birthday's coming up and I'm going to Mexico next week for my mini honeymoon Oh man, this is going to be challenging. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was that was 8 weeks and I just knew for sure that there was, I wasn't going to uh, I wasn't going to be a, a good boy in Mexico. No,
0: so. you lived life, I hope. Hell I yeah. mean, you just gotten married. Yeah. Your mini moon. Yeah.
2: So we uh, as soon as I got back, I planned out this, the 6 weeks and exactly what I was going to do to to change my body and yeah. hammered all the goals and um you know, I've never really experienced a photo shoot like that. And you know, Arthur from from Inside Fitness was amazing. And you know, Terry did a really good job. You know, bringing out you know what I wanted it to, to, to be, which was you know hard on the outside and soft on the inside as well, right? So on the cover, you can see you know like there's there's definitely some hard work going on, and, and um, you know on the inside, it, it tells a really really good story of you know of SWAT of who we are and. and you know, my concept of what I want to do for for the health and wellness industry.
0: When you see that cover, because it's still out. I feel like I'm still seeing it out in the real yeah, world,
2: still out in, in the airports for sure.
0: Right. How do you how do you feel like knowing all the hard work that you've put into your life, not only to get here, but then especially in those six weeks to get your body to where it was so that you could be on the cover looking fire like that? Like, that. like What That's do you feel question. like? Are you proud? Are you excited uh, about the yeah. future like?
2: I, yeah that's that's a good question you know I, of course i'm proud yeah. i'm proud i'm honored it's more of an honor than proud right so'm I'm, I'm honored that you know they chose um, me to be on the cover and our story here at SWAT to be you know featured so absolutely honored uh proud of proud of that proud of you know the story that we have to yeah. tell um, but you know I see it and you know just you know what's next? Like, what are we going to do next? And and that's why, you know, I finished the photo shoot. Yeah. Right, Signed up for a triathlon. Let's do a triathlon now. But
0: I think that's the amazing thing. Once you put yourself in new environments, like that cover was your first, signing up for the try is your first. Mm-hmm. It almost gives you that boost of confidence to know that you can still try new things yeah. at no matter what point of life you are. Yeah. And that's, that's where humbling. That's when you
2: get better though yeah. too, right? That's when you, you really are able to, you know push your side yeah push yourself outside those comfort zones and yeah
0: from you know. like a physical and nutrition perspective when you were getting ready for that cover and obviously you're a professional you've got professionals around you making sure that it was safe but what were the biggest adjustments you had to make to your fitness routine and also just what you were putting into your body and how you were refueling
2: yeah. um you know obviously the nutrition is just
0: so is it, it true that point. abs are made in the kitchen
2: abs are definitely made in the kitchen yeah and you know with proper training and and training over time, you know, you're gonna, you know, create uh, enough mass that when you lean out, you know. You see what's underneath.
0: So you're telling me there are abs somewhere underneath. I here. can promise
2: <laughs> you, unless you're unless you're an alien, there's definitely some abs I mean under look, there.
0: That's still up for debate. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think there are abs hidden. They're hanging out in there. there. They're, there for they're, sure. in, they're in there. Maybe one day. Maybe one day they'll say hello to the world. I'm sure
2: you're doing just fine.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So before you were here, before you were on the cover, before you are getting ready for a triathlon. I, uh, I Can creep. we just
2: remind everyone how hungover you're feeling right now? I can I'm see it right in your eyes.
0: Just thank you so much for making me feel. I'm sweating.
2: You're doing great I'm
0: so sweaty. Like, my body is clammy. PSA to everybody. There is a certain point when you go out drinking where you have to just say no to no more tequila shots. But this is what happens. My friend was in town. We're living it up. People are buying shots. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. Usually I'm the person that's, like, home by 11 p.m., Last night I decided I was not going to be that person. I was going to be in the moment and not the grandma. I really wish I had been the grandma. Like I really wish I had been the grandma because I feel awful. I feel I feel like shit. It's hot. Go, I'm sweaty. I'm clammy.
2: Going back to those abs that you, <laughs> you're gonna have to be a grandma a little bit if you want to build those. Things. I know.
0: I know. I know. I gotta sleep. I'm. I've actually been so much better. I used to party a lot, a lot more.
2: The truth shall
0: set you free. Oh yeah. Wild. It's okay, everybody. I did party a lot, but no, not anymore. Not anymore. I don't like it. I don't like feeling like this. Yeah. I much prefer getting day drunk.
2: Ooh, what getting time is it?
0: <laughs> I mean, no. You have a <laughs> triathlon tomorrow. I need to be a supportive friend. Oh, my goodness. I need to be a supportive friend way you've been a supportive friend. Isn't it
2: funny? Is this, is this the first time you've done this podcast with cocktails?
0: This is definitely the first time I've done this with cocktails. Thank God. Um, I know. I feel like it shouldn't be the norm for the Healthiest Hot podcast, but... Well, Keep having me sometimes, on right? Sometimes you just yeah. need a little beverage to get through the day. Well, you
2: know, I think that's, that's <laughs> one of the things that makes, you know, the SWAT story unique, and I think that's what makes our people here unique, you know? I think that there's a lot of, you know, folks out there in the fitness industry that are very one-dimensional. Sorry if you are, but we're not, and we like to have fun and live... Balanced, ha- incredibly healthy lifestyle while enjoying ourselves and, and as I've always said it to my clients, feeding the soul.
0: Feeding yeah. the soul. Yeah, you got to feed your soul and that can come in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. No, you've definitely created and curated a very unique experience here. Yes. Like I'll never forget, first time I came here, I was with Sarah. Mm. Um, thank you, Sarah, by the way, for the introduction. And I came in here and at that point I've, I've been to a ton of gyms. I've done the classes, I've done the running solo, I've done some gym training but then i came in here and i just immediately felt at home and i was like this is different there's definitely a little something different in the air here from just the way that you guys operate your philosophy the team that you have around you and the fact that you guys like to have fun like there's been some parties in this space
2: i don't know what you're talking about
0: i mean there have not just in the sense (laughs) of uh we party when we work out
2: our our sweat
0: is partying when it's rolling (laughs) down our body yeah we have
2: fun we have fun. What's the point in doing it if you're not having fun? You know, we've opened three locations with people that we love. We've, you know, it's, it's actually cool now, you know, the amount of kids that some of our staff are starting to have, getting married, you know, we were looking at, you know, how much, um, you know, how much we paid out in, in salaries and, and to our staff over the, the first six months of, of this year, and it's just such an honor it's such an honor to be able to like you know put you know help help parents put diapers on their on their new babies <laughs> and watch those little guys grow yeah. guys and gals grow up and you know traveling for you know staff members weddings and you know being part of that yeah. and really you know giving our communities an opportunity f- to give young people success in 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 business and in, in life so
0: you're just changing lives kyle
2: We get to change lives while changing lives, right? What did
0: you say to me that one time? You're like, "I'm going to be the captain of your ship," (laughs) or something like that. I really needed a captain at that point. Side note, everybody, but it was great. Well,
2: apparently your ship has gone uh, off course. (laughs) It uh, needs to come (laughs) back. It
0: needs to come back. Wait, look. Sometimes you got to take a little detour. Um, But I mean, you've got three locations. But like, Mm. why start SWAT?
2: Why start SWAT? Why start SWAT? Um, I mean it's a
0: big undertaking.
2: Yeah.
0: Opening a gym. Yeah. In a time when there are so many gyms out there.
2: Yeah. Well, opening like opening a gym is is scary for sure. Um, but you know, having opened something a little bit a little bit different from that, you know, working a uh, health health and wellness facility where we're, you know, we do physio and chiro and massage and fascial stretch and uh and naturopath and a gym. Um, you know, n- my business partner, Dave, um, who I've known since I was six years old, happens to be one of the most brilliant individuals I've ever met. Um, so I was lucky to meet him at a very young age and, and, and create a good relationship with him. You know, when he was in chiropractic college, the two of us just kind of knew that we were gonna do something together and we you know, picked each other's brains along the way. And, and he said, you know what, when I'm done this, done this adventure as a Cairo. Or, or, as you know, in Cairo school, yeah, do you want, you want to get this thing done? I said, like, Hell yeah, let's do it. Let's rock. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done working for someone else. You know, I grew up in an entrepreneurial household. My dad was an entrepreneur. Um, and you know, said, Let's do this so thing. It's in your blood, it's in my blood, yeah, to to just jump off a cliff and see where we land, <laughs> right? And that's what it feels like opening a business, and you know, but you know having a business partner and business yeah. partners now that we, you know, we brought Darcy, Darcy Brown, who's been, you know, one of my best friends for a very, very long time, um, running the show down in poor credit and, and expanding our education process of, of, of what we're giving to the training side of, of, for our staff. Uh, and then, and then finally, as you know, Sonia Senek brings yeah. Sonia on as our CFO, um, to really help us grow the business, um, and, and, and scale it.
0: Which is good because I mean, you need a good team. You can't do it alone. Even I can't
2: run alone. I can't <laughs> bike alone. Swim alone.
0: No, but I can't you're alone. you are gonna do well tomorrow. Hell yeah,
2: hell yeah, I am. You're but do well. but you're right. You know, I think that, you know, just like just like our business, yeah. where we think it's best, where, you know, if our trainers can work with clinicians to give our our clients the best opportunity for success, I feel the same same thing in business. You know, if I can surround myself with great individuals. Um, you know, we can, we can really do something special together. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm confident that we are.
0: I mean, you are. You have three locations. Yeah. I don't think so you far. sometimes realize, Kyle, like what you and the team have accomplished. So I'm here to remind you <laughs> that you have not one, not two, but three locations offering all kinds of services In a unique way that has people coming back, people bringing their kids here. If they can't find, you know, anyone to watch them there. I've seen dogs here. Like, (laughs) this is such a unique place. But, like, when you were first starting out, starting a business is not an easy thing. There are very difficult days. What was the biggest obstacle for you guys that you had to overcome to get to where you are now?
2: When we first started or just kind of, like, throughout?
0: Give me both.
2: Um, Because I don't
0: think people are... Open enough about the challenges of starting a business. I think oftentimes we see business owners and entrepreneurs when they're at their peak and they're high, Mm -hmm. and we celebrate them, and I think that's incredible. But I think that's a part of the picture.
2: Yeah. Well, that's a really good question. So um, everybody wants to see the wins, of course. You know, and when when you when I mean I'm not there yet, but when you know when people build you know big success, big success, they want to see the cars and the homes and the trips and this and that. But nobody wants to know about the hard times, you know, where, you know, you go gray (laughs) (laughs) in six months on your beard.
1: Silver Uh, Fox.
2: Yeah. You open up, open up downtown location. Boy, you're going to go gray real quick. Um, (laughs) We're going to start losing your hair, which I'm lucky enough to not have done. Uh, But no, people don't want to hear about that. Yeah. Um, But I think, you know, if there is, if there is young individuals or individuals at all looking to start businesses, I think they, they need to understand that. You know, it's all part of the ride. It's all part of the ride. And, um, you know, the wins, the losses are part of the ride. And as long as you, you're learning from them. Yeah. You know, and and getting better. Uh, because they're going to come. It's not all wins.
0: No. And if it was all wins, we wouldn't appreciate the wins.
2: Hell yeah. And everybody would do it.
0: Right? Yeah. And let's be honest. Not everyone can do it.
2: Not everyone can do Which it. Which is
0: fine. Totally. I think being an entrepreneur is something that a lot of people aspire to be. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many positives to it but i don't know that everyone is cut out to be one and i think that's okay too but if you have it in you you just got to kind of got to keep going so yeah. when times get tough when shit hits the fan and you're just feeling like you're drowning what keeps you going like how do you do you have like a, a mantra or like uh-huh. what keeps Kyle going because you've been able <laughs> to overcome so much and be at this for a very long time now and you're killing it
1: I think, but I think the have answer downtime. is just commitment.
2: You know, you commit to a person, you commit to a business, you commit to a thing. You know, you just keep going. All right? I, saw, I saw a friend of mine, she's opening up a ride, um, like a, a cycle studio. You know, she did a post just about, like, how long her day was and how long the week's been how long the month's been. And she's, like, you know, dirty, you know, trying to build the studio. And I just said, just keep going. Just keep going. And you just have to. What are you going to do? You yeah, know? I mean,
0: you shouldn't. You can't give up. What are you going to do? You're already knee deep. That makes me think you of know? Finding Nemo. Just <laughs> keep swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not familiar. <laughs> you I'm familiar.
0: Okay. Yes, I'm, I'm joking. Like, there's, there's a child in your life. You need to watch Finding Nemo. Yeah. Check yeah, it she's out. A fan. ASAP. She's a fan. ASAP. ASAP.
2: Um, but yeah, you know what? What are you going to tell someone that is getting ready to quit? I don't know, do, do all the math, figure it all out. And what I've always said to, you know, entrepreneurs or people in business or people who are looking to make, you know, big changes, you know, I've always said and take it or leave it. And I mean, it's up to you. Yeah. Uh, speak to as many brilliant people as you possibly can uh, who have been there, uh, who have made it, who have failed. Talk to as many brilliant people as you can and... You know, take it all in and then go with your gut. What else can you do, right? If you fail, you fail. Just keep going.
0: I think, yeah, it's almost like you have to accept that, like, shit might hit the fan. But you got to be okay with it and just kind of keep going for it. And I think passion has to be at the core of it, too. I think if you're really, really passionate and then you combine that with commitment, then there's no real option to quit. Because, like, it's what you feel you're meant to do with your life. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you're doing what you're meant to be doing with your life?
2: Hell yeah. I think, you know, I went down and I built uh, an orphanage in Haiti about seven or eight years ago. When I came back, I realized that, you know, rewind, I I actually owned a business at the time where I was doing, um, or just prior, I was doing like events and marketing and club promotions and that sort of thing. (laughs) So for me, (coughs) for me, I knew
0: you at that time.
2: Oh God, I'm glad you didn't. Um, It was really easy for me to just be like, you know, to inspire people to come to an event that we were throwing or inspire people to, you know, come meet Lady Gaga because we're bringing her to Waterloo, which we did. Which which
0: is really cool. Yeah, it was really wild. It was
2: rocking. Yeah, it was cool. Um, What I realized after that was that I, I think whether it's, you know, inspiring someone to, you know, turn their life around or inspire someone to, you know, ruin their night (laughs) by going and partying. Um, You know, uh, I knew that when I came back from Haiti and the, you know, we made a really, really good video um, and we inspired a lot of people to do some really good things. Uh, I just knew that I'm here to, you know, help bring out the best in others or bring out the better in others, maybe not the best, but, you know, if I can make, you know, pull a little bit more out of somebody then I think that that's definitely my gift Yeah. Um,
0: has that always been intrinsic in you like have you just always had this ability to connect to people in a way where they can feel vulnerable honest and also want to better themselves or is that something that came keep going what, what does time? it feel like
2: to be around me go ahead keep, oh you gosh. just keep going
0: well I mean look I have <laughs> cried in this gym I have laughed we've listened to emo music I got really fit in this gym when I was coming here regularly. Uh You do. You have. I've seen the way that people come in here and all shapes and sizes, all ages, people come in here because they want to better themselves and they feel some type of connection to SWAT, to the other trainers, to you. Because there, there is that, like, I don't know, there's some type of secret sauce here. And I think it's because you guys put the clients first. Mm-hmm. You are there for them, not just to provide really great exercises, but you're there for them as people, which I think sometimes in the fitness industry yeah. gets lost. Because... Yes, we're bodies, but we are actual people with thoughts, with good days, with bad days. And sometimes that will affect the way we walk into a gym, we walk into a meeting, we walk into our home life. And if we can be in a place where we can better ourselves physically and mentally and be in a supportive environment, I think that's really, really special. But I think you, as kind of one of the leaders of this entity here at SWAT, you kind of set the tone for that.
2: Yeah, well, you know what? Um, Thank you. Those were all very kind words. Uh, I
0: expect a a big tip after this I
2: take (laughs) I take a lot of pride in you know in the relationships that I've made that I've kept and that I you know manage and as I say manicure the relationships that I've that I've had and made Um, but I certainly get that from my family Uh, I get that from my my father uh, and my mom Um, but I think more so from my dad you know my brother and I never we were never really really scholars (laughs) <laughs> um, is that surprising uh we were never big scholars um but you know going back to your question was it intrinsic i definitely think that from a very very early age it was taught to me uh that you know the relationships that we make and keep and manage um will certainly you know help build our lives yeah and you know my dad and mom like i said um put us in front of a lot of people at a very, very early age. We, I, remember, I remember sitting in the Lone Star Cafe in Mississauga and in Ottawa uh, in a smoky room, because back then you could smoke. Oh, you were aging everywhere. yourself, my friend. <laughs> I know, I'm so, <laughs> so old. Um, but I remember sitting in, you know, in business meetings in smoky rooms with cowboy boots on and just sitting in the corner paying attention and, and seeing how relationships were managed and you know when i shake someone's hand i remember when i was very young my dad saying to me you know when you shake somebody's hand make sure that they remember you maybe they don't remember your name but they'll always remember uh, they'll remember you and they'll remember your face and your smile and 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 the connection that you make with them and he did that at a very very early age very early age and i th- and i mean maybe that's why i don't know wow yeah i don't know but it definitely I'm very lucky to have been raised the way that I was raised, which was, you know, uh, in front of and with a lot of really, really great, great folks.
0: Wow. Yeah. And you were raised in an environment that celebrated athleticism.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know what? My, my folks are pretty cool about, you know, not – if I didn't want to play
0: sports. But then, you were so good.
2: I think I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, I, there was no pressure on me. You know, I wanted to be the best, yeah. And and I tried very hard at everything that I I did, <clears throat> and I focused focused hard on it. But I, you know, I'm, I'm watching a little girl grow up, Zoe, my stepdaughter.
0: Zoe, we love you. <laughs>
2: She's the best. Um, and I said to I said to my wife the other day, Asha, I just said, you know, it's interesting watching her play because she'll play and she'll play with one thing for two minutes and then she's gone. She playing with the next thing for two minutes and then she's gone and then playing with th- And, and I don't know if that's unique with, with girls. Yeah. Um, but I just remember like thinking back to what, what I would have done and it was like, okay, give me this one ball. And I'm going to, I'm going to play with that one ball for the entire day and then tomorrow. And then the next day, until I break that thing down, i get a new one. And I'm, that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. And you know, I think it's just I think it's just fascinating that you know my folks really never put any kind of pressure on myself or my brother to you know to be athletes um to be athletic and it was just like a, a love a passion that I think that he and I both really fell into and you know being able to just kind of focus on one thing was 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 much easier for me um than you know, dabbling in a whole bunch of things. But yeah. I, I definitely am thankful to my folks for not having pushed me and having, you know, trained a, a lot of young athletes and seeing the way.
0: It feels like some of them have a lot of pressure. You know, like so I get to interview pressure. a lot of people, whether they're musicians yeah. or, or athletes even sometimes we get, and it feels like they have, a lot of them have a lot of pressure from external sources. Mm-hmm. And I, I sometimes worry that that will dim their light, that will dim their own inner passion. Yeah. But if you were raised in an environment where, like, yeah, you were obviously noticed for your talent, but it wasn't pushed in either direction, then you kind of get to be, you know, the decision maker of your own life, which we all should be. And you chose to continue down that path. Mm-hmm. And is that just was that a, like an internal love that you just created, or were you just like, I'm really good at this and competitive,
1: so I'm just gonna like keep at it?
2: I it was a love. Yeah. I didn't want to do anything else. I didn't want to do school, but I I always squeaked by. <laughs> With a with a big smile and a please please please, my, please my, let me pass. Yes oh, please, but I worked prayers? hard. Yeah. I, I worked I worked hard. But I'll tell you, my you know my mom said it in her the what my wedding speech. You know she said you know at six o'clock in the morning if I had to practice that night and it was raining, I was furious. First thing in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, if I looked out and looked outside and it was raining out, you know I was I just wanted to go play baseball. I wanted to go play baseball, and if my practice that night was canceled, I was thrown off—absolutely thrown off. And it's a really weird trait. Yeah. Um, but I'm the same same way in a lot of circumstances yeah. now, where it's just like, you know, this is this is what I do. This is what I focus on. So, for instance, our business—like, I don't I don't want to do a hundred different things.
0: Okay, being a master of none is not right. Not appealing to me. But yeah. I'm just so curious because you. Did your, you did baseball amongst other sports. Now, here you are with SWAT. But in between that, there were injuries, right? That kind of stopped the baseball dream and the baseball career. That's not an easy thing for (laughs) someone. Are we talking about baseball? I know. I just, (laughs) I don't want to, I just, I think it's really hard for someone who loves something a lot, who's very talented, who's committed a lot of time and hours to it, and then to have. Something happened that stops you from doing what you love. Yeah. That's a difficult thing to go through. And you feel shut down. You feel thrown off. Your self-identity goes out the window. Um, and I only say that from personal experience with, with uh, like leaving school is that I put everything I had into academia and then when I had to take a sabbatical from a burnout, I lost myself. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know anything other than academia. Like, I introduced myself to people and I'm like, hi, I'm Chloe, I study science at McGill, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, because of that burnout, I had to withdraw that from my self-identity yeah. and kind of rebuild who I was. Did you go through anything similar to that or like, how did you evolve from being this amazing baseball player who's suffering injury and then having to like, rebuild after the fact? Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's definitely something that athletes like really struggle with. You know, professional athletes really struggle with it, certainly. Um, You know, scientists struggle (laughs) with it as well. That is a
0: really generous term. (laughs) Well, you studied science.
2: Um, But. I I didn't struggle with it. I was I was broken hearted every time I saw baseball. Yeah. Um, But it was just, you know, just like in business, like what's next? Right. And, and I looking back on it after having experienced the same thing in football many years later, you know, I think I was very lucky to have had something else to fall back on. I think that if, you know, when my baseball career was done at a very early age, unfortunately, I was like 18 years old and, uh, you know, my I wasn't going to be able to enter the draft. I wasn't going to be able to take a scholarship. I wasn't going to be able to. Throw a baseball like I'd ever done it done it before, and you know, live out this dream that I had I had made, and it was just like, all right, well, I mean, schools are interested in me for football, so let's just do that. <laughs> okay, well, well, let's do it. So, you know, I was very blessed, and I've said this for a very long time. I was blessed enough to have the skill and the passion, and focus, and the coaching, um, you know, and the friends and in, in on the team that. You know, it was just like, this is easy to love. Let's love this thing. Let's love this thing just like we love baseball. And, you know, away we went. And the next year I was playing football in in CIS. There's
0: a lot of love. Like, you (laughs) love baseball, love football, love SWAT. And I love the love I see when people come in and you're so proud to introduce them to the other that is my like biggest I've, problem I've never seen that at a gym before. Like usually, if someone goes in for personal training, they go, they see their trainer, they do their thing, they leave. Mm-hmm. Maybe they talk to the other trainers. But when you have people come in here for a session, you introduce them to everyone in the room. Oh, yeah. I've never seen that anywhere, Kyle. Cool. Like Thank you, you. you, literally will be like, you'll go stop someone's workout and be like, hey, sorry, just want to introduce you. <laughs> yeah, totally this sorry. New client. Just want you guys to say hi, so and so, which I think is great. Like if you're building a community and when people come in here they want to better themselves but sometimes just getting to the gym is a really really hard thing even though the person knows they want to better themselves and put themselves first like as a trainer who's done so much for so many people if there if there's someone out there who's struggling to do that to take that step into the gym like do you have any words of advice on how they can find that in themselves to get going and just make shit happen yeah make shit make
2: it happen i like it I always say to people that the hardest step is the first step in the door. Now, I I, I typically say that, you know, when they're they're already in, yeah. you know, you've already you've already taken the hardest step. You've already walked in the door. You've already shown the interest. Like, let's let's just continue this thing. Um You know, definitely find somewhere with people that make you feel comfortable. And I think that that's one of the endearing components of our business here um, and the the people that we've managed to, to attract. Um, it is very important to me. It very, it's very important to the the ownership at SWAT to, you know, to create that for people and to continue to give that because if, if we lose the special sauce that you, that you speak of, which is, you know, feeling important when you walk in the door Mm -hmm. and meeting others when you're here and, you know, knowing that there's people here that you can trust, if we lose that special sauce, you know, we're done. We're done. I'm, I'm done. Right. I think that it's so important that, you know, the reason why we started this was to be special and to change people's lives. And if that can't continue, then we don't continue. So, you know. I think finding, like I said, going back to what you asked, like finding someone and a place that you feel comfortable and loved and connected, um, whether it's here or one of our SWAT locations with me (laughs) or with anybody else um, or whether it's on a, you know, a Peloton bike or whether it's on a fitness app and you feel comfortable in your own home or whether it's pushing your kid in a stroller or whatever the case may be, going on a walk with your husband or wife, you know, what are the steps that you need to take? Take them. Feel comfortable. Feel, um, you know, feel inspired. If it's, if it's a struggle.
0: Try something else.
2: Try something else. Try something else. I mean, there's, listen, there's tons of science that goes in, into, you know, making people better. But you just, you got to do something. And a lot of people are so stagnant in their lives. They just don't even move. Uh, they eat like shit and, you know, they're just don't do yourself a favor, like ever.
0: Put you yourself know? first. Even for just a little first. bit. Even See f- how it feels. So, so m-
2: moms, for instance. Yeah. You know, I'm doing a, I'm doing a podcast in a couple of weeks, um, geared towards moms. And I was just thinking, I'm like, you know, having watched you know, Ashley and Zoe, she is last. She comes last a hundred percent of the time. To her, you know, it's it's Zoe, everything to do with Zoe. It's Kyle, the home, our dog, th- and then Ashley's last. And my thought was just like that. That's probably not a unique case. No, and It's fairly probably very common with uh, with moms and dads. Um, and and I'm I'm a firm believer in the fact that if you're not doing You know, the best for you, you can't do the best for others. Right.
0: So how does someone find time for themselves when they're loving and caring of their family, their dog, their husband, their daughter? Make time.
2: You got to make time, you know, a good partnership, for instance, like a good, you know, marriage, you know, if you need to go do yoga, I got you. I'll be home early from work on this day and that day or, you know,
0: I still can't believe you're (coughs) married.
2: I know it's
0: crazy. It was most beautiful. It happened so quick.
2: Yeah, we did. I'm actually
0: curious because you know Zoe's been in your life for a while now. Mm -hmm. Now that you guys are married, like it's really like Zoe is. I mean, she's your little one. She's a little one. How does having a little one, especially a little girl, in your life, has that affected the way that you look at your business trajectory, the way that you approach fitness, health, and wellness, Mm -hmm. and the way that it affects your life on a very internal level?
2: I think she softened me up a little bit. She softened you up? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think I just like see photos of the two of us or and I just melt and yeah, no, I know I definitely know that I'm soft. I've softened up a little bit. And my business partner just had a, a baby girl, Ruby, and, and I'm actually her uh her godfather Aww. which was was really, really rad and I'm super honored for that. And I think he's softened up as well. And I think that, you know, the decisions that we make in business uh, I think probably changed a little bit now, knowing that you know that there 's little ones waiting for us at home, whether it 's boy or girl. Um, but I think that you know the biggest change for me is that it wasn 't necessarily because of of Zoe in particular, more so from from Ash you know I think that I think that we all when it comes to parenting um, probably just do what feels natural, yeah, you can read all the books but I think that you know there's a reaction to certain things when parenting, and and I think Ashley has done such a unbelievable job uh, with me trying to, you know, open my eyes to different, you know, different, you know, types of parenting and ways to deal with certain things. And some I feel right, some feel I feel wrong. And I think that that goes into yeah. also having a good relationship as well. Oh my
0: gosh, the first time I met Zoe, Ashley was doing my lashes and bold and brash yes check it out out. she's amazing but it was i've seen photos of zoe i've heard of her i'd met ashley it was the first time i got to meet her in real life and immediately and this is just something i took in my back pocket for if ever i decide to have a kid especially a little girl and immediately you know zoe's a beautiful girl and immediately i'm like Zoe, like oh my gosh you're, you're so beautiful you're so cute and then ashley steps in right away she's like but zoe what else are we and then they start ranting off. I am kind. I am smart. I am playful. Strong. I am strong. And I witnessed that, and I it was the most beautiful, powerful thing I've ever witnessed, you know, between mom and daughter, because it hit me, and I was like, oh my gosh. As someone who's a very, you know, independent modern day woman who realizes that you know the way we look has so little to do with who we are as real people, and in that moment, I was reminded that I, you have to be so careful with little kids because Mm -hmm. if this little girl who is truly beautiful but she's so much more than that and ashley really taught me something that day and i was like i'm gonna keep that in my back pocket Mm -hmm. for if ever i have a little one and the way that i interact especially with little girls going forward so you are you are partnered up with an amazing amazing woman you are incredible ashley we basically just really (laughs) love you and oh. I need to have her. Yeah. I need to have her on the podcast. Hell yeah. Having a podcast. podcast. Yeah. Um, you have a big day ahead of you. I could talk to you for absolutely ever. I dare you. But, I mean, I'd be exhausted. I'm going <laughs> to need more drinks. Um, but before I let you go, I'm curious, what is next? Like, what's next on your bucket list?
2: Because
0: hey. I know there's I know there's a big, long list of dreams because so you dream big.
2: First one is not die tomorrow.
0: Not die? Okay.
2: Not die. I, I want to make it through tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think second is seeing uh, Chloe Wild a little bit more around <laughs> here.
0: I really need to come. I've lost so much muscle mass.
2: And we'll fill you up. But uh, you know what? I think we're we're in a really good place here. <laughs> we're in a really good place here um, at SWAT. You know, we think that we've we've brought we've brought on such an amazing staff. An unbelievably gifted staff uh, in Toronto. Um, we're continuing to grow at our other locations as well, um, and I think it's really important for us to really focus on you know our growth in Toronto uh, and really anchoring ourselves into into the you know biggest city in the country, and then scale across the country.
0: Gonna go nationwide and then worldwide.
2: Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I think I think it's just. You know, again, keep giving people, you know, great results Yeah. Uh, with a, a taste of, you know, of love every single time they walk in the door. And I think that if, if like I said, if we can you know, keep cooking up that special sauce and, you know.
0: You know, special sauce for days here.
2: It's a little bit of sauce. It's on
0: tap. <laughs> it's fully on tap. Okay, before I let you go. But wait. What?
2: What's next for Chloe.
0: What's next for Chloe? Oh, my God. No, 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 no. This is not how oh this Oh, yeah. Works. No. Well, you this know what? I mean, works. if we're, po-
2: we're podcasting, you brought microphones. Like, what's next?
0: I I don't know. I've got a lot of things that I want to do. Give I'm me two to things. P- I'm trying to put them Say up. two things,
2: because really, they're all here listening, because they want to hear you. Yeah.
0: I want to create, produce, host my own show hey. fully um, in relation to Healthiest Hot. I want to get the Healthiest Hot branding and messaging out to more people and just remind everyone that health is not one thing. It's your mental health, which is number one for me. Your physical health, your nutritional health, your career health, and then whatever sets your soul on fire. So I really would like to create content that's reflective of that for sure. And then number two, which of the dreams should I put out to the universe today?
2: doesn't have to be a dream I A goal?
0: A goal? Oh, I don't know. Well, I've got a half marathon this fall. Hey. And I haven't started training for it. Um, it's about two Today's months away. Day's the day. It's about two months away. Scotia. I'm very comfortable running an 8K right now, but a half marathon is 21 kilometers. And I want to run it really fast. So I basically need to get my ass in gear. And have you done it Yeah. Have you done it full? No, I have no interest in doing a full.
2: Me neither. I It's like it's too
0: long. It's too long. It's too long. I actually would love to do a triathlon with you one day. I used to do sprints. It's rocket. But an Olympic always terrified me because it's so much longer, and I like music. So, like, it's very difficult for me to work out and like run.
2: Three hours music. in your own
0: No, 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 no. There's not enough therapy in the world to protect me <laughs> uh, and prepare me for that. There's
2: nowhere more dangerous. I'm just going to
0: be like crying <laughs> and then laughing and then sobbing. and that It's just, I don't know if I'm ready for that. You, however, you're going to kill it tomorrow. There I'm might be tears. You're going to kill it tomorrow. I'm actually so, so proud of you. Thank you. It's a big challenge. And um, before I say an official goodbye... What does healthy as hot mean to you? Ooh. Word, a mantra, a feeling.
2: Healthy is hot mean to me. I think, obviously, it's probably unique to everybody who, who, who rocks it, but I certainly think that, uh, you know, if you're feeding your soul and you're working your ass off and you're enjoying yourself and you can put a smile on every day, I, that's damn hot to me.
0: Ooh caliente so spicy in here (laughs) i love that i love that okay well cheers to you my friend cheers cheers to you tomorrow keep it up kid you travel on kid you're gonna be the most yoked up man on the
2: i think i I, i'm i'm confident even if i'm the slowest guy there or guy or gal there I'm confident that I'm probably the only person who can deadlift 500 pounds though.
0: You should just, you should write that on your body, <laughs> you know, so that way when you're You can't you're do doing, this? When you're doing the last leg when you're running and you're feeling like you're going to die, you just look at your hand and on it, it says you can deadlift 500 pounds. And then you go, I got this.
2: You, you could. And then you just did what you <laughs> just did. Now you can't walk.
1: <laughs> just look at the cover. Thank you, guys.
0: And just like that, another episode of the Healthiest Hot Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wilde. A huge thanks to the Thompson Hotel for hosting us today. So if you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Follow us on Instagram at Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. See you next week.